0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Outdoors and More with your host, Jimmy Lopes. Hey, Eddie Moe, what's going on, brother? Yeah, <laughs> You are the host, Lopes. You I are. am. I kind of questioned myself. Uh, I, was yeah, like, I was
1: wondering. It sounded like it's been a little while.
0: It's been some time. It's been some time.
1: I, I, I'm trying to think of the last people we've talked to, to uh, here on the Outdoors and More. Do you, do Corey you know, Creighton. Corey
0: Creighton, Corey Creighton, who's glad. gonna be a hooked man? He's hooked.
1: Well, I'm glad, and I hope he's listening to this episode of the Outdoors and More with Jimmy Lopes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> he didn't like your radio voice. I, I, <laughs> I dig you. You got great compliments, by the way, on that on your intro.
0: Oh, it's a calling. It's a calling. I, I
1: mean, I'm sorry, the haters will be haters, Lopes.
0: Hey, that's all they do. It's uh. <laughs> F Jimmy Lopes or that's, love Jimmy Lopes, and that's one not way too or much, the other. not too much love, kind, but
1: <laughs> kind of like Rodney Plowman, that's what you say,
0: right? <sighs> you know, I'm not in that <laughs> category yet, but big shout out to Rodney. You know, he uh, yeah. mad love for that guy. I do.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, old uh, Johnny Plowman. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming he's got all his tags in. I would assume Did you get all your 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 applications in for your tags. You did right, or oh, you got to, roll. you
0: got to. I had a beef with Joshua Corrales because oh, you did. I, I'm gonna save that for another episode. But uh, he, he, I went through all the emotions: happy, sad, angry, wanting. Uh, huh. Oh yeah, but it's Josh. That's I'm, pretty normal.
1: I mean, think about it. Joshua Corrales is always gonna bring something to the table. <laughs> always some kind of, some kind of beef, some kind of uh, you know. That
0: guy's different. That guy's different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but exciting news, uh, I got a call from Majors Taxidermy that my coos was ready. Oh, really? Oh, I was like, so excited. I went over there and picked it up. And um, we're going to have a future guest. Uh, he's the one who did it, uh, Benny. If you're ever, ever, anybody there at Majors does awesome, solid work. That's the 18. team
1: Benny is the guy that works
0: there? He's the one who worked on mine. uh uh-huh. He was, uh, we're going to bring him on. I know we are, uh, but he was like a skinner. He was the guy that prepared it, and now he's the one who did my mount. Oh, shout out to Benny. Great job. Great, Great job. job,
1: Benny. I hope to meet you one day, Benny. And if you're listening in, remember you can follow the Outdoors and More Podcasts on uh the the sports more facebook page because this is a part of the umbrella the spinoff to the sports and more podcast all our episodes are are on that facebook page i put them all up did you happen to see the link to uh or did i send you that link to one of my most recent sports more podcast episodes featuring a journalist uh from channel 7 rachel phillips
0: oh yes uh Big fan, big fan of uh, Miss Phillips. Uh, I wish I was here. When the co-host is not here, oh, it falls apart. And <laughs> while wow, that
1: one we uh, did uh, via telephone, so because uh, she's such a busy woman. Uh, but thank you, Rachel Phillips. I don't know if you would listen to the outdoors, and I'm not too sure if you're a hunter, but or an outdoors person. I think she goes hiking. So
0: uh, go. that's okay. We, you know, Eddie, I am so excited because uh we got a show sponsor for today's episode oh really yeah show sponsor go ahead and we're getting excited about that but you know mad love mad love to joshua della garza and mean Muley hold on, outfitters
1: hold on. hold on you got something there in your hand there i need to take a picture of that because uh go ahead and remind the listeners who this is uh what what the company is
0: oh it's gonna be mean muley outfitters
1: mean muley outfitters
0: oh yeah definitely
1: Oh, look at those hats. Oh, yeah, you got there's two some... hats there. Mean Muley Outfitters. Uh, Josh De La Garza, right?
0: For all your outdoor needs.
1: <laughs> hey, Josh De La call, Garza.
0: Contact Josh De La Garza. <laughs> wow. It definitely. You know what? The guy's been doing it for a long time. Love or hate. But you know what's the old saying? One time, okay, maybe it's an accident. Two times, uh. But when you're killing big, big animals hey, and trophies. I, I see him on social media. or oh, see yeah. his stuff humongous animals the and he's doing it with the boat so come on you know what uh love him or hate him you gotta give the man props because he is knocking them down awesomely
1: <laughs> I give him props I've seen like I said i've seen the the photos of uh, elk he's got an elk before i believe
0: 400 400 class bull i i happen to see it in person he's it's uh you know what uh Cabela's ain't got nothing on him <laughs>
1: Look at it. I pulled up his Facebook page. There's the elk I was thinking of. Look at that thing with this bow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Joshua Delagarza. When uh, when you're coming down the outdoors and more, that's what I want to
0: know. He's playing a little hard to get. Playing a little hard to get. But uh, you know what? Uh, mad love. You know what? Definitely he uh, he he hooked up the host with a hat and he gave me a hat to give away. Sorry, anymore. i'm I'm. I got to give it to our special guest. Hey, oh,
1: hey, there's no hate there.
0: Oh, wow! You're
1: doing the right thing as a host. You know what? Hey, I was giving you props one day. Oh, thank you. About being the host, the kind of host that you are. I, I was even saying kind of better than me
0: because. Whoa! Stop! Stop, Eddie! You, no. You
1: you provide beverages for your hosts, and now you have a giveaway for a ho- uh, for a guest coming on. You you provide beverages and giveaways.
0: That's. I rarely do that. (laughs) Well, well, I don't know, but I'm just uh, thinking that, you know what? Hey, a little love, a little love because, you know, I'm excited about this because it's shout out to all our listeners. You know what? Your listeners have become my listeners and we're just working together as a team. You know, Puffy and Biggie, (laughs) Puffy Puffy and Biggie doing super good. There we go, man. But you know what's cool is like, uh, Joe Rogan called He was like Hey how do I get on your show I'm like Joe <laughs> Step aside You know <laughs> Michael Weidel Is like Hey I want to get on The Outdoors and More You know And this was a big one Jim Shockey was like Outdoors and More Let's get on And I said You know what Step aside We got a guest <laughs> coming in And I'm I'm very fond of it Because this is the man Who taught me How to do it
1: I, I'm, I'm ready to, to listen to Oh it. i I can't sense. wait I can't wait Because it's all going to come out right now, I think.
0: (laughs) Without any further ado, Mr. Guest, will you please
2: introduce yourself? Big Marty Lopez.
0: (laughs) The man, the
1: myth, the legend. (laughs) Wait, wait, you got to tell the listeners that before we started, he requested what you asked him. What are we going to call you? And what did he say? Big Marty Lopez. That's true. Yeah. I was like,
0: should I just say Marty Lopez Sr.? And he's like, that works. <laughs> big Marty Lopez. Welcome, man. Thank you. for Thank you.
1: What do you think about this right here? What do you it's think? Pretty good pretty cool. Yeah. You're a big sports fan, but an outdoors person oh, yes. as well. So, I mean... Your son here is an amazing host for this show, and I thank you for uh, uh, breeding this guy. And, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, honestly, uh, you you are family, uh, and I just thank you for all that you've done for for me and my family in
0: particular. You know, my grandmother. Uh,
2: but yeah, go
1: ahead, man. This
0: is an awesome guest. I'm stoked. Dude, I'm excited. I, I so many questions, so many things to go on. Uh, hold on. He's taking a picture of his dad. Look at the camera as we're going because we're gonna make this one a good one It's gonna make the wall. We're gonna do an 8x10 but... there you go. <laughs> Marty Lopes, how long have you been a hunter? Tell, tell us about that. I started hunting since I was 10 years old 10 years old in your adventures, man There was really no high-powered scopes. No really binoculars. So how, how does one continue to love the outdoors with like technology that was pretty low back then and what is it safe to say that it's pretty rough
2: yeah well i started out with my grandfather he used to take me out and i was like seven or eight and we'd be out there he'd camp out for a hunting trip with my family with my grandfather and all the my uncles
1: can you can you re, can you remind me or uh, tell us uh, your grandfather's name
2: raymond escobar okay continue continue and he wouldn't an entourage hunting camp was five days. And we would be out there and we'd be be home. Well, they'd be out in the camp and my uncle and my grandpa would go out there and start hunting. Back then, there was nothing but camp meat. We needed camp meat, that's what we hunted a lot for. And from there, I just started learning everything that they used to do. Camping, all the basics, how to skin an animal, how to do all that. It was pretty interesting. I was just a youngster, but he was more bred into me by my grandfather. Well, you know, that's
0: super cool because, uh, you know, I I I never got to meet your grandfather. Of course, he'd have been mine. But uh, of course, I came way maybe planned, maybe an accident. I don't know. We'll go from there. (laughs) 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 But, you know, my grandpa, um, Inez, you know, he he wasn't an outdoorsman, but. Whenever I'd see you kill, and this man, uh, I'm going to get it
2: wrong, but was it 17 years? 17 in- years in a row with a loader
0: 17 years
1: in a row you got an animal with a loader. Open sight. The old
2: smoke pole. Holy smokeful. cow. That was before they had the draw system in New Mexico. You could purchase a Tag over the counter. Would you go get it at, at Western Auto? I guess I would. <laughs> Shout out Western Auto, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's Luddy's right there. But
0: my, you know, getting back because we're jumping. Sorry, Falcon. We're, there's no script here. We just go by the seat of our pants, and we love it. I can't John wait Falcon. for Falcon
1: to come on board here. Uh, he's Lo- playing hard to get to, but we're gonna oh, wow. get him. We're gonna get him. All these studs out there. But,
0: but my grandpa would contribute, and he would come in, and he'd be the butcher. Yes, you you'd, would. You'd bring the animal and. That man uh, was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because he would get slice, dice, saw, and he, he was a bad man, a Gemma, Bad I man. I can't
1: get over, I'm sorry, I can't get over 17 years in a row with a muzzle loader. now 54 caliber. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. So you probably got everything from a,
2: a, a spike to eight by eights yeah. to whatever. What... Back then there was no there was spike. Illegal antlers handler only. Didn't matter if it was a spike, whatever, but there were no doughs back then, you know, they didn't have that. But it was just you could shoot a spike and then later on they changed it to had to have a fork on yeah. one side. And uh, that's how we did it. And my muzzleloader I bought it for hundred and twenty eight dollars and Diablo Lopez from Goldberg built it for me. He's the man eddie lopez yeah eddie
0: lopez yeah <laughs> oh my god this
2: story dude oh, it
0: goes back wait a it minute goes back. so
1: you you purchased it for 128 bucks he said and, Shannon, 54 and, and diablo for those from everybody from Lodi knows diablo lopez of course eddie lopez and, and he's the one that helped you put it together yeah he put it together for me Holy cow, that's awesome. That's an
2: awesome story, dude.
0: Oh, it's super cool because he went to uh, do uh, muzzle loading competitions and he would shoot. Yeah. yeah he,
2: was, he was a man. He was a sharpshooter. Don't, Wait, say, don't uh, sell yourself
0: uh, short, Marty lobes You were pretty well, good yourself.
1: I, before we move on from this 17 in a row, I got to know. I know you don't like to give away uh the exact spots, but you had to have gone north of Lodi, south of Lodi,
2: east. I mean, Back then there was no, Unit 23 was both sides, south of Lordsburg and north of Lordsburg. And then the England Department decided to make sections and they made that south of Lordsburg pyramid area, Unit 26 and north of Lordsburg was Unit 23. But back then we had to, we could go in the morning to the forest. In the afternoons we could go down south of town.
1: And that people would do that
2: often. Oh
1: yeah, it was, it I re, I, because when I was a kid, still at that time, that was still a, we were able to do that when I was little. You know what I mean? I remember going to Red, Red Rock in the morning and then going down by the pyramid in the in the evening. Yes, oh yeah, sure. and, and and that's why I'm wondering. One last question. I'm sorry, Lopes. No, 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 don't. No, i hey. blown away by this right now, um, especially because I grew up in Lordsburg and hearing this about Lordsburg. What was the closest? to to lordsburg that you got a, a deer like how far out of lordsburg were you
2: so I, the closest i ever shot was in red rock and that was but the rest of the time we had to go up to uh, between lordsburg and a, a um what was
0: it called i'm not too sure round Mountain. antennas antennas oh okay yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah uh, um fire, where we used to cut firewood across from antennas, picnic grounds, W D <laughs> yeah. and then gold gulps, uh-huh. was a and then eventually all good things come to an end because people started buying property and a lot of areas that we used to go hunting closed got, off, cl- Closed off, and then we had to find other areas, but everything was good, you more you looked around. The more you put with different people, they would show you different things, and yeah. you would catch on. But there's an unwritten unwritten rule that you can't go give somebody somebody gives you a tip, you can't go give behind it away. Their back and give it away. Uh-uh. But you know, the, we're used to some people that.
0: This would be to lynched, yeah. lynch mob.
2: Go find them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, learn it, you learn it, the commodity and being a sportsman with all the guys, you know, just great to be out there. Yeah.
0: You know, it's open to everybody, and you know, you. no one owns a public spot. You know, it's just one of those secrets you keep to yourself. Yeah. yeah. And the more people find, the, the, the more deer aren't there. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, you know, you got to be sacred about it. But, you know, <laughs> there's always a friendship, there's always a family that you let into your secret, and, and Hatfields and McCoys come out. If you like, you know, <laughs> that's how the feud started. Yeah. You gave up a good spot. Yeah. But how would you say that when you would go out hunting and then, of course, you you would take me and you've gone now, how much has the animals changed? Like,
2: oh, back then, mules you know, were abundant and now they're not, you know, they're still there, but everything's changed, you know, depending on the conditions of the ground and the weather and all that, everything's had an effect, but, you know we never knew we always hunted deer back then and then we gradually developed going to a bigger game That's when we found out there's elk out there <laughs> <laughs> we're like wow these are big animals but then we just revolved everything revolved where we're out there
0: you, you know you know uh bringing it up uh that elk you got drawn for the fort baird hunt and there was uh people talking about man how do you get drawn well my dad had the luck streak too because there was only five tags
1: in bear, around the bear,
0: bear area yeah, around the bear area okay
2: like for bear
1: yeah
0: and he drew and he also <laughs> broke a cardinal rule because, oh, and we'll oh, get oh. to that but uh we're, we're not big scouters you know it's not that we're knocking it it's just it seems that we go to an area and we learn it during the what a day before the hunt two days before yeah. the hunt to you know, sometimes people will go out there several times to their oh, yeah? and, and great to them. I'm a pro- great job, but for some reason, we just never did that. It just didn't fall on the cards. You know, you got to work uh, your 40-hour week, and then yeah. get out to the woods, but uh, we've had great luck, but this man, when he found <laughs> out he drew, I remember he'd pick me up from school, and we'd go straight out there. <laughs> For 30, no. days.
2: 30 days 30
1: days Oh no days. Way. Yeah Wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> So from, from never scouting To getting this One out of five One out of you know Five of them Out of the whole state Of New Mexico I guess And you say We got it
2: We well, got it That year was the last year That they l- allowed uh, Adults to hunt And after that It turned into A youth only hunt And I was lucky To get that tag And every day After work we take off to Fort Bayard because back then that the elk were starting to bugle, and we just go out there and sit down and look at the elk and just hear them bugling loud and proud. And then we come home, stop at Sonic and Silver, get a hamburger, and come back. Had that, that a lot.
0: <laughs> go over spelling words on the way home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you remember all that?
0: I huh? love it. Was it was pretty awesome. It was, uh, and the cool thing about it is um. We, we hunted that morning, and we get to the afternoon, and he's, like, confident. You know my dad. He's not, he's not shy from confidence. He's like, <laughs> yeah, no, we're huh? going to see him. We're going to get into him, and we get to a meadow. <laughs> well, he placed us so well that there were three elk oh, or oh three mountains God. covered with elk headed to this meadow. <laughs> and, you know, people say, well, or at least Cody Lopez is, man, you got an attitude. I remember what. Yeah. Shh, be quiet, guys. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> um, quiet. But he set up, he got on, and, of course, he had the choice of all of them. He shoots the mascot of the Fort <laughs> <poor> Bear Hunt, <laughs> Curious George, a five-by-three. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's how Big Marty, up. what happened?
2: As I was with my Achilles heel, I get the fever <laughs> <laughs> and I start shaking and I'm like, Jesus, so, myself, I'm not a, I'm a, I've always never been a trophy hunter. First antlers animal, <laughs> I see, and I'm like, I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take him. and then my son he's like, "Wait, wait, there's a bigger one," and I'm over here in convulsions, like, "He's getting away, he's getting away."
0: He's all, you can't eat horns. I'm like, bullshit, have
2: you had horn soup? Have you had
1: horn soup? It's great. It's delicious. I I just got to say this because we talk about this on many episodes already. The bug fever. Yeah. It even happens to legends.
0: It does. It it happens. (laughs) Mr.
1: 17 in a row still getting
0: bug fever. To take him hunting (laughs) is exciting because, uh, you know... This this is such a special episode to me because you know what, reliving my my youth into now is just great because um, my dad did a lot of good stuff for me. Like, you know, we talked about his kills and everything. But when I went, you know, it's like, okay, you're the hunter. You know, he he'll be the spotter. Yeah. But half a box, Lopes would always because of my guide. <laughs> I'm not Kylie Wait fashion a, a guide, but my guide here would put me on animals there they are pick the one you want uh-huh and then he's on you get ready shoot
2: boom, boom,
0: boom. Oh. you're high <laughs> you're low yeah. where are you shooting
2: so it took many years of practice and missing to get where you're at huh five years five years yeah, yeah. i mean there's people are gone years and years without even seeing a legal buck yeah never shot a shot a bullet from their gun and i started taking them and Every year, it seemed like deer would come out of the woodwork, the biggest deer we ever seen in our lives, and they're right there, and right there, and I'm like, there he is, there he is. And the next thing, you know, bang, boom, boom, then there he goes bouncing away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? then he goes, well, we're gonna have to go, you know, doing the right thing, let's go see if you hit him. Scanning the area, there's no blood. I think he missed.
1: I gotta know, because before you know your your kids came along in particular, Jim, you know, to go hunting with. Who who else would you other you know you talked about Eddie Lopez already. Who else would you go hunting with um, during the the early years of, of Big Marty Lopez? Well, I
2: started learning with my cousin John Jarrett. John Jarrett. Me and him started out together. Tough we're son a, of a bitch, I'll tell you both, that. We're both green. We learned. On our own, how to hunt. Then I went with it. we. His dad would take us, but as they got older, they stopped hunting. But his dad, at the beginning, would take us out there and tell us, "Okay, you can go do this, do that," mm-hmm. and he'd stay up the trip. Um, first time me and John ever went together, we took off walking, and we we're not. We were green. Yeah. We got lost. <laughs> 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 we crossed the road, not knowing where we we're at. And we're like, well, how do we get back? And we kept walking, and we're like, we're a long ways off. And me and John were like, what do we do? And all of a sudden, we could hear the highway from Silver. (laughs) Well, let's walk toward the highway. And maybe, and then we would make our way to the highway, and all of a sudden, we got rifles, both of us. Yeah. And we're in the middle of the road, flagging a truck down. (laughs) The guy's like, you know, we didn't even think about it, because we're young, and a sudden, the guy stops and like, Hey, uh, could you give us a ride? I think we're lost. <laughs> then we get in the truck, he goes, Yeah, he goes, you know, what are you doing? Two guys are there with rifles." Then he uh-huh. gives us, we get in the truck and all of a sudden he's got handguns right there on the top of his dash. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, everything was different then. Yeah. And then he goes, Well, which way do we go? And I go, I guess we'll go south. We didn't even know. We <laughs> oh, turned around. Then all of a sudden we keep going. All of a sudden we see the turn off where we went into. Oh, you can drop us off here. We're like five miles away. We're like, you know, stuff like that we went through, but we persevered. And year after year, you learn more. And that's how we started getting here.
1: So it, you and John Jarrett started off together. i we'll put you on the spot here. Who got the first
2: kill? So we God. both started with rifles and then then that's when i got into muzzle loading and we went our separate ways so yeah it was good <laughs>
1: that's so cool man yeah but we always so quail cool. hunted
2: together too you know we always run quail back there in the pyramids you know but everybody we had all gang we load up a truck load and take off onto the gano
0: oh dude.
2: he had a good time
0: yogi had all the good quail spots yeah yeah all the good spots one time he's all all right dude i'm tired of you picking off us take me to one of your spots <laughs> had to oh. and he wasn't impressed <laughs> <laughs> wasn't impressed <so. laughs> and it was my top spot yeah <laughs>
1: that's awesome stuff oh yeah
0: definitely you know uh, but life lessons that he went through like when we'd go walking, you know and he teach me landmarks, how to navigate using you know every it was just so cool, so awesome. Uh, the compass, you know he taught me how to use the compass and it was just great stuff. it just it was exciting to be with my dad and then now you know as he gets older and you know he had a little bit of health issues but you know he's preferred but he's like a cat. He jumps out of that vehicle and he's on him he's like where right there. <laughs> And (laughs) we talk Chris Kyle He's oh I'm on him I go that's a bull Boom You got him You got him (laughs) But that inner youth comes out And man like I said He's like a cat Does Marty go with you guys? Occasionally uh, Once in a while yeah. Occasionally yeah. He, he goes yeah. And he lights the fire He likes to get his brother mad And then yeah. And then he <laughs> Gets him wrong. Gets no. him going <laughs> He gets me Wild up My brother And then yeah. my dad gets on me Because I'm on my brother And I was like Oh hijo Mira hijo uh, <laughs> 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 One
2: time One time We went We went on a hunt he had a youth hunt We got up crack of dawn And we go up to silver And we went on the other side of Silver, and he's asleep in the back seat. You know, he remind me of—I got two of them that do that. And I'm like, get up! Cause you got to see a deer. You know, if a deer pops up. You got to get it. You know what? If I shoot a deer, or he wanted to go to Sonic instead, he wanted a breakfast <laughs> burrito. <laughs> I'm like, we're hunting. He goes, I want a breakfast burrito. Goes, get a deer, and you get a breakfast burrito five minutes later a jerk pops out and he gets it <laughs> <laughs> well, no way we never and we harvested a jerk that early in the morning and he got his breakfast burrito <laughs> 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 I-ho. <laughs> I-ho. <laughs>
0: you know in this show uh, we've been talking about a lot about uh youth and you know young dads you know even moms that take out these uh their kids or nephews or whoever you know whoever's interested in the outdoor take out a kid get them out there and show them the the life that they're, they're missing out on by not being there what advice would you give them starting off like
2: you don't have to be going and harvesting the deer just be out there start learning show the kid how to fish how to hunt you know if you're not one to do that you can go look in nature God, it's beautiful out there it's peaceful there's other things in life than just being there stuck on a cell phone. Mm-hmm. You know, these kids mm-hmm. gotta learn that it's pretty neat to be out there. You don't have to be bred to be a hunter, but you can still be out there camping, having a good time with the family. It's pretty neat.
1: What age was it was uh, Jimmy when you guys first went went out? Do you remember? About what what age
0: would you, would you guys start going out?
2: I had him out there ten years old. You got a hunter safety course when you were eight, Rick. Yeah, when
0: I was eight, yeah. Yeah. Hunter safety course. Hunter Safety Even Course. Even back then. Eighty four. But I was eight. <laughs> what the hell? I was eight. <laughs> sorry, Charlie Scipel. Sorry. We, we had Charlie Seiple, I, Yeah. I, I yeah. had it
1: with him too. I don't remember my score, but uh we the guests that we've had ninety-nines,
0: hundreds? Oh yeah, they're rock stars. They're rock stars. <laughs> okay. no, <laughs> Eighty-four for the host. We'll we'll take it. You know, uh when little Joshua went out to get his gun sighted, in I asked my dad if he wanted to go, and man, he was excited. He was out there and he was, you know, talking to Josh, giving him enc- encouragement, and you know, ran him through a scenario. And oh yeah, oh excited. no way, you
2: had him out there. You, know, you gotta be ready when you see it. You gotta be, you know, come full, full, you know. You just can't just there's no motion because the animal's not gonna be a chance. You know, he said, he was, uh, he wanted to learn. And I was like, you know, I was all pumped 'cause You know, he got that fire in him. And yeah. It's it just pretty neat to see. Yeah.
1: So you put him through a scenario, huh? Yeah. He got his heart heart beating a little bit there?
2: Yeah. This is going to happen, and he did it, you know. And that's what I, I was like, wow, this is pretty neat. Yeah. I hope he gets one. And he was looking up to harvest one. And that was, that was it. That was all proud when he told me he got one. I was like, wow, that is awesome.
1: <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> then the dad throws up.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: another
1: (laughs) You heard about that, right, Big Marty?
0: (laughs) You know, we've been Josh bashing But when he Mm. shot his elk in Fort Baird Yeah I was I I wasn't hunting I think I was seven seven years old Mm -hmm. And uh, he opened up the animal And I started calling dinosaurs Uh, (laughs) uh, uh. (laughs) You were seven years old, (laughs) Josh is thirty something. (laughs) So, (laughs) but after that, it was (laughs) great because uh, you know, he'd kill deer, and then uh, of course I never. He'd try to teach me, and then I was like, oh. And then all of a sudden, it just got to the age when I killed. Then it was like, all right, you killed, you clean, and I owe it to him because I will gut with the best of them or skin with the best of them because uh, you know this man right here taught me what I need to know and. People like, well, is that really a skill? Hell yeah, it is. If I could wear the, 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 the Tantaran uh, canzones out of deer skin, why not? I could probably make it.
2: And what did you pick that up from Big Marty? Uh, I just learned how to skin animals on it to my dad, you know. He butchered them, and I was old. He was old school, and I learned old school bone with a saw, handsaw. But then, as we started getting more into years, I started realizing these guys were going like boneless back straps you know i was like lost at first i was like wow it's good these guys are doing that and the old timer wouldn't do that they would have your t-bones steaks everything was made like a, like if you're getting or you know skinning a cow and cutting up a uh-huh. cow they, my dad had bones and everything and these guys now everything's boneless and <laughs> it's really different yeah and, you know, i like doing that Exactly. i've yet to show him the gutless that, that, he, the that's gutless really method.
1: interesting for me to hear I, this is the first time i'm hearing about the difference from the old school to to now how you're saying you're when you learn from your dad he all the bones were still on it yeah. and you know what i mean and now we're talking about we're going boneless
0: and mm-hmm. now you're talking about gutless i this is the first for me oh, oh definitely yeah it's out there and it's a uh quick and easy and exciting because like I said my grandpa me and him would see him um, butcher with the saw and all this then my dad showed me his way you know he, but he had his modifications and now when he watches me butcher it's like oh you no know you're doing I'm like whoa and it's kind of like no no <laughs> it's a little bit old school but he takes over all the butchering yeah. uh, butchering lately and uh, he does a great job and fabulous and uh, you know Marty Lopes hey he'll take care of your meat I'll take care of it. How about the fish? Oh,
2: definitely. It's a Quaresma. We're having a feast tomorrow. <laughs> 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 All you Catholics, if you want your fish believe <laughs> <full laughs> <eight. laughs>
1: hit a big Marty Lopes tomorrow. He
0: said he'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but another exciting thing about my dad is he's uh, got the mobile impaired unit 16, 16D hunts. Six oh, years? Wow. Six years. Six years. And, uh, you know, uh, another knock to the guide because, you know, you hear those units and you're thinking, wow, we're going to go kill a monster. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, just sometimes conditions and, you know, we, he's not the young the young stallion he used to be. So you, but it's a great hunt. You said this hunt. is
1: unit 16? Yes. And for,
0: for, for those who don't know where, what area is unit 16? Oh, there's a lot of unit, a lot of unit. And uh, we'll take that till we die. We'll take that spot till we die. We yeah. We, uh, we're not telling nobody. So nothing. it's not
1: like in Hidalgo County or something. Oh no,
0: it's in reserve. That's what I'm. No, yeah, that's what only, I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I know you're area. not gonna give the spot. Oh yeah. I, 16, I learned yeah.
1: that one. I already learned that one. I just want to know the general area.
2: Sixteen A and sixteen D are both mobily impaired hunts. that they're open the week before the general hunt and only twenty five tags are allowed.
1: Mobily impaired hunts. Is that what you? That's yeah. what they're called. And what is that?
2: What does that well, mean? You have to have a health problem to your you know your body you can't be out there normally.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And uh, I have to be under that condition and I can't if I walk out of the truck and I take a walk in first thing happens, I do have to out trip for everything. Really, uh-huh. I just don't have my balance that I used to have. Okay. Okay. And my lungs aren't the same, but besides that I can I can still do that. Uhhuh. Like I can tell them I go my I can spot an elk or a deer, long ways off. But when we're here in town, I can't see a hundred yards. I'm like, I can't see it anything. Like, <laughs> but yeah, you can spot a deer and an elk so far away or any kind of game animal. I, go, I don't know why it is, but yeah, I just love the passion of being out there in the outdoors. Just until oh, I die, you know, i always try to do it. But yeah, it's just a passion that you have to have.
1: Mobile impaired hunt over at unit 16 huh
0: Mm -hmm. and you six years in a row you said yeah 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 yeah. he's been very lucky and wow (laughs) wait let's go to vegas (laughs) (laughs) i I
1: can't win a lottery
0: but oh okay
2: okay. Okay. i was gonna say okay then
1: because wow 17 years in a row uh, of kills then six years in a row of getting this tag
0: i mean golly but you know what was incredible though is uh every deer he killed we ate that until the deer was gone
1: you you mentioned that before that you know because we talked we've talked about harvest yeah the harvest you know what i mean and and you have mentioned that you get and you do you do get your meat and because you've shared with us We've been able to eat uh and the stuff that you guys kill and harvest and make mm-hmm. and it's freaking awesome good i mean i know you and marty's made some good stuff out of out of all the, the meat you guys have gotten
0: oh definitely and he's a gourmet chef he cooks some um, awesome oh, wow. so here we go we're bringing it up the camp cook there he is the unsung <laughs> hero <laughs> the camp cook yeah, i mean but yeah he talk is. about
2: some uh stuff you make out there uh as the, as the camp well, cook man okay. For anybody wants to know when you're out there in the forest and you're out there hunting if it's cold and you cook anything it's going to taste like a gourmet meal because it's nice and hot everything (laughs) goes down good (laughs) breakfast the same way coffee is a god saver when you're getting up early in the morning i mean just being out there outdoors is just something to experience especially to eat out there you got your disco going and you just Throw up Kila and carne, and you're gone. And then just listen to the game on the radio or whatever we playing that night. It's pretty good.
1: You know, I gotta, I gotta say, I, I hope I get the opportunity to get to a hunt with you guys out there because of what the things he just said. I'm down to go hang out. Oh hey. Irmo, can you go get some more wood Cause i need to heat up this meat here <laughs> oh turn up the radio because i can barely hear the aggies losing <laughs> oh, and and what the hell's going on with the athletic department he'll tell me oh yeah definitely you know what i mean and that's what i would love to experience with you guys as a family you know one day hopefully because i could i'm so excited to just think about that like Oh, it's a, I know it would be a great time
2: that was, You got those guys That got the fancy campers And you know, all that Got that dish And sticks up And they can watch Everything live huh. We have to go Down the road To the local bar In the reserve And watch a game <laughs> Sunday nights Saturday oh, yeah? nights We're watching the game Monday night for a bar We're still there Having a good time With the locals It's, it's pretty awesome <laughs> That's, if, if that's we don't make talking about dude. if
0: we don't make the locals we uh rough day we just um, go sit in the truck and you know thank goodness for Lilith, you know, has a little technology series 6m and you know he'll hand me a beer and we'll sit there and i'll drink he'll drink that's and we'll listen to the about. Game. old school old school <laughs> oh yeah that's
1: it's, awesome that's awesome man
0: <laughs> and al- it's super what awesome. else
1: Lopes? what else we got oh, here man
0: we can talk for days and hours and and it just uh you know Definitely so cool and so awesome. And from you're a guest, and for Josh De La garza you know he's like handed out. So we wanted to hand you a Mean Muley Outfitter hat.
2: Oh, thank you very much. Oh, definitely. Mean
1: Muley Outfitters, hey, De La garza. Josh. I'm
2: really appreciate it. Oh, I Josh been a damn good hunter. He's our been a good guy. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. I know, you know, you know what
0: thank you very much for coming on dad you know it's a uh, very emotional very uh, exciting because you know in a sense you created this beast and you know because uh <laughs> i would say yes <laughs> you know all your outdoor channel or no outdoor life magazines that we you would read or you would tell me look at this article to now we sit and we watch hunting together we go out hunting and then uh, you know i love it to come tell you a story because well oh, i didn't know that or really that's there and it's so exciting so passionate and love you for it thank you very much and you know there's a lot of bad stuff that I probably don't want to tell you like oh well
2: uh, but at that time he could write a book on his brother and me and my granddaughter it'd be a bestseller in New York <laughs> I can imagine
0: but mad love thank you very much and hey remember everybody put in the work cause even this man To move like a cat and shoot like Chris Kyle, he does it. He puts in the work and love it because a bullet and arrow never lies. Next time, guys. Until next time.